Ladies and gentlemen, this is WTBR 89.7 FM Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Which one are you on? Two? Three? Yes? There you go. Uh, (laughs) Nope. Three. Okay. But I got you up there. Say, okay. Say something. Say something. She did. Do you hear me? Yes, she did. Say something. Not loud enough. Something. I'm loud. I got these new earbuds. These are loud. These are great. And they were cheap. They were the cheap. I said to him, I want the cheapest ones you have. He said, okay. And I bought these. And they're great. It's crystal clear. Oh, God. I have stereo and... But I, you know, they have one has an R on it and one has an L on it. I wonder what happens if you mix those up. How do they? <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. So one, it, really, I'm going to take them off. I can't hear myself. One has an R and one has an L. So you put them in, and it's awesome. Now let's switch them and see what happens. So, um, so I can still hear myself. So I don't really. I don't really get the whole thing, but I'm doing it correctly. I'm doing like the instructions say. You uh-huh, know, now uh-huh. that I have them in, they fit better. I think they're contoured. They're angled right. Angling. That's the thing. It angled. We had to angle them properly <laughs> to go into the air. I never really thought about it. Neither did I. I do I now. I'm, I'm going to have to test it. And then when I got them and I was holding them and I had them holding them backwards, I thought, I can. I need to exchange these for another pair because they're wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a natural blonde. I mean, it has nothing to do with shoes. You know no. how when you teach kids how to wear, you put an L on one foot mm. and... Mm. But if they're backwards, you might think, I need to get another pair of shoes. These are wrong. <laughs> so the earplugs are like gloves. Did you notice you can wear a oh, glove yeah, both yeah, yeah, ways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the glove has nothing to do with your hearing. Speaking of gloves, I need new gloves. I was brushing off my neighbor's car. My husband was shoveling, and my fingertips were freezing. All I had on was a pair of knitted gloves. uh uh uh, uh. You gotta and, wear mittens. Oh, and Mark's mittens. hands were not. So I went for a walk the other day, one of those cold, cold days, and I wore his gloves. Uh-huh. It it was hilarious. It looked like a like I had paws. <laughs> My hands never got cold. Those those insulated yes. type things. They had fingers, but they were yeah. So uh But the best way to keep your hands warm is to wear mittens. Or don't go out. Or don't go out. Don't go out. Mittens, you're right, because the warmth from each finger uh-huh. warms each finger. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. I don't either. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Lynn. I'll be Margaret today. Okay. <laughs> and together we are stuff. stuff. And we come to you every Thursday morning at 8.30. It's not live. We are recording. We are not live. However, <laughs> however, we are going to take the plunge. <gasps> Big time. February 17th at 8.30 a.m. on Thursday, we will go live at the station, WTBR 89.7 FM. With a guest. With a guest. And his name is? 
Thomas Cooney. Yes. And he He must is, be Irish. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a physical therapist. He is Thomas Cooney, DPT Cert FCE Specialist Ergo Science. That's a mouthful. Don't ask me what it all means. I just know that he is the owner and office manager of Berkshire Physical Therapy and Wellness. Okay. And he has lots of education. And has he listened to us before? He has. <laughs> uh-oh. The way, uh-oh. I can hear it coming. But I'll tell you, he will fit right in. But he will answer your questions. You can call in. Seriously. And our phone number is? 445-4234. Call in and you can ask Tom Cooney any questions you might have about physical, physical therapy. therapy. I might ask him about my bone spurs. Hey. That's why he's here. Hey. He will be here for the entire hour. He's excellent. He happens to be my physical therapist. Ah. And I've kept him. <laughs> he's no, a I keeper. haven't kept him. But I've kept him. <laughs> I continue to go because okay. he's brilliant. That must No, I'm not going there. He... I'm not going there. I'm not going to use the dirty jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. And he's a doctor. He's got his doctorate. Okay. So he's not, you know, he's not I'm just impressed. He's not just playing around. Is he handsome? He is. Oh boy. Yes. That could be hard. <laughs> Keep your shoes on. <laughs> so, Thomas Cooney, special guest, February 17th at 8:30 a.m. Get ready to call right down this number. Four four five four two three four. Can't wait. Now you're going to have to tell me later the stuff that he really said about the show. <laughs> he lo- well, you know he lo- I I think he did listen, but he knows all about it and he loves the concept. Oh, okay. And he has a similar personality, um, and but he's very smart. So you know, call with real questions. Uh huh. Um, but you, I can guarantee that I will guarantee that. Um, Everyone will enjoy the show. Okay. And if you don't enjoy the show, well, then my guarantee has a, has a flaw. And he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. True or false. Mm-hmm. These are going to be easy. Really? Yeah. No challenge? No challenge. You're tricking me. The longest river in the world is the Amazon River. That's number one. Number two, corn is the most widely cultivated and consumed crop on the planet. Hmm. Number three, camels actually store water in their humps. Hmm. So there you go. Hmm. Each one could be right. Each one could be false. Oh, so it's not just one or two. It could be all three. Okay, there's no rhyme or reason here. It's None. like, hey, this one's None. true, this one's true, this one's true, this one's false, this one's false, this one's false, and all other combinations of them, therefore. What a concept. What a concept. All right. <laughs> so it is the longest river, Amazon. It is corn. Is that the most cultivated crop? And it is camels. Do they store water? Oh, they store water in their humps. Yep. You ever ride a camel? No. I've never what? been to a place that had them. No, I wonder what that's Wait like. Wait a minute. They're, they're in Arizona, aren't they? Are Don't they? they have some? I thought there was a place in Arizona where you could ride a camel. Is there? I have no idea. All right. I know I the think, London Bridge is there. I think it is there. Uh-huh. They brought it there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they put it there. Not the camels, but no, the... No, the bridge. It'd be cool if the camel walked across the bridge. <laughs> See, two, two great great things all at the same time. Speaking of animals, okay. So I have two. I have two 
uh, uh, well, I, well, I, the, the second half of the show I'll be talking about animals. I love animals. And the first half I'm talking about an animal. And I'm oh. talking about the groundhog. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. We have one. You have a groundhog. We do. We tried to catch it but couldn't. You know, that is, I feel so bad for you. Because once they create their home, they come back year after year. Yeah, my neighbor wants us to get rid of it because he's got a garden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll destroy a garden in a night. <sighs> so you could trap it. We tried with one of those care traps. Have a heart trap. Yeah. Yeah. Get you, can't, you can't transport it. It's illegal. Some people do, far, far, far away from wherever they live. Or you can call and have them come and get it, and I think there's a fee. Yeah. But I don't know what they do with it. I know they don't kill it. I hope not. I would hope that they would do the transporting for you. Well, I have opossums in the other house. I've had that too. But they're okay. They, they're good for you. I think they eat ticks. Mm-hmm. True? Yep. They're ugly. I know. Oh, they're ugly. But you're right. You have to leave them there to eat the ticks. Yep. All right. So I was talking, I was thinking about Groundhog Day, which you know we just had. Uh, of course, now I just said that, but you may be listening to this in December. <laughs> <laughs> but Groundhog Day is a wacky holiday. Silly, if you ask me. Yeah, so it it is. It is. Wait till you hear this. The, this is the time that the new... These are weird things that happened regarding Groundhog Day. Okay. The time a New Jersey groundhog overslept on his big day, and Otis, the hedgehog, had to fill in. <laughs> That's cute. So that happened in Turtleback Zoo in Essex, New Jersey in 2016. The oh, zoo's resident, it's a resident groundhog, mm -hmm. skipped out on his shadow viewing duties because he just couldn't wake up. <laughs> and apparently it wasn't because he lacks discipline. The county officials said that the town's unusually warm December threw off Ed's typical hibernation pattern ah. and caused him to remain sound asleep through the holiday. Fortunately, an understudy was available. Otis the Hedgehog stepped in and predicted six more weeks of winter. Thank you, Otis, for doing <laughs> what they do every year. And also the fact that the Carolina Panthers would beat the Denver Broncos in that year's Super Bowl. Who won? Do you remember? Um, do you know? He was wrong on both accounts. Oh, geez. Better luck next time, Otis. Okay. Yeah. I have Can't trust Otis. very interesting, weird laws in this country. In this state? Okay. One is for this state, <laughs> yes. And, 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 and they're not that old. They're not like 1,700 laws. They're, they're like 2016 laws. And they're on the books. 1999, yeah. 1999. Yeah. You cannot... Have two kids out of wedlock in Mississippi since 2013. Ouch. This sounds completely unconstitutional, but Mississippi passed a law in 2013 stating that you can only have one illegitimate child. The second one constitutes a misdemeanor punishable by fines or jail time. They say I don't even know what to say. Mississippi lawmakers viewed it as an issue of morality. 
Wow, now what if you are a trap? What if you are someone who has one child with several different people? If you're not married to them, then you're in trouble. What if you're a guy and you, I'll say a guy, yeah, and you have that? a child with four different women? So is that one child per woman or four children for him? Oh, that's a good point. How's that go? Does he go to Does jail? Does the guy have to be fined as well? I would hope so. <gasps> Doesn't say. It seems fair. It does. I wonder if they actually enforce that law. I'll have to see. Yeah, go down to Mississippi. Uh-huh. All right, that's an interesting one. Oh, that's a really good one. You dug up a good one. I think so. Not every groundhog wants to be in the limelight, you know. Some just want to be free. They want to be free. Yeah, right. They want to be free to live in your yard and under your shed and under your deck yep. and make those yep. big condos with the big entry hallways. Yeah, scare off all of the little animals. Oh, last year, Canada's... It is called a Shubenacani Sam, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Katie Shubenacati. That's a name. Yeah, Shubenacati Sam uh, decided enough was enough when officials allowed journalists into his pen after he made a prediction for six more weeks of winter, uh -huh. which, by the way, happened this Every year, 2022. Year. Uh -huh. Sam ran straight for the enclosure's fence and began to scale it. Ha ha. I'd like to see that. CBC journalist Brad Ruskin rushed to grab Sam off the fence's ledge only to be bitten. Now, I could have told you that. Yeah. He said he was fine. Sam's handlers from the Department of Natural Resources say he shouldn't need a shot. Not, not, not Sam, but the reporter. Right, right. Okay. And I guess this reporter was the first that was bitten, so he says... Um, and now he said the only problem he's having is his front teeth are growing and there's <laughs> fur all over him now. At least he doesn't say Isn't he's dig a digging a hole underneath his his uh, garage. A beaver, yeah. They, but they, maybe, their front teeth grow. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know. I because have to look they, they turn orange, too, and they just... Yeah, that's the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, you, all wanted, right. you wanted the crazy law in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. so here we go. You can't tell fortunes without a license in Massachusetts since 1983. It's tough to imagine fortune tellers being taken so seriously that a law needs to be made about them. But some people swear by them and will pay top dollar for a reading from an experienced fortune teller. To prevent any old Joe from masquerading as one, though, Massachusetts requires fortune tellers to live in the state for a minimum of one year before applying for the license. That's it. That's it. But you got to have a license. You have to have And you license. have to display it when, when you have people go in to have their fortunes told. I wonder what the criteria is. Yeah. And I think maybe it's just one other way for the state to make some moolah. That could be. I don't believe in fortune tellers, and I know Houdini. Remember when we talked about Houdini? Yeah. He went to many of them only to try to prove them all wrong and found out what they were doing and how they were doing it. And that's, that's in the documentary about Houdini. My mother believed in them, and she went to them. Did she? She used to bring us along, and we'd sit there and just be bored. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a trick. 
like if you came and I said, um, oh, I think you're concerned about something. That's a real general. How generalized can you get? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you have to make a decision soon. That's pretty general. Mm -hmm. I guess it would scare me if they got real specific. Like, you know, very specific. Like we this should, morning you ate up and you got up and you ate two eggs with rye toast and you didn't use butter today, you used margarine. That would freak me out. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a show on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll read you your mind, you read mine. Do you think that's in our future? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You can't tell me. You don't have a license. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So the time an entire town gave up? On Groundhog Day. Groundhogs aren't particularly found of the gloomy Pacific Northwest, but you know what types of animals are? What? Frogs. In the Northwest? <laughs> That's apparently why the people of Shahomish, Washington, uh -huh. celebrate Ground Frog Day. <laughs> Instead of Groundhog Day. <laughs> For the past 13 years, residents have gathered to watch Shahomish Slough, is what the frog's name is, Shahomish Slough, predict the upcoming weather situation and race other local frogs in the Lazy River Frog Race. Ground Frog Day. Isn't that funny? Unfortunately. Oh, no, I couldn't laugh at that. <laughs> Unfortunately for an event that's meant to celebrate the local wildlife, <sighs> slew isn't even a native species Aww. of frog. Listen to this. He was shipped in from New Jersey. <laughs> in 2010. <laughs> they couldn't tell by the accent. <laughs> <laughs> and experts warned that he should never, ever be released into a Washington habitat. He, he wouldn't survive. Oh my god. Regardless, gosh. locals line the streets to take photos with slough and do other frog themed activities. <laughs> he better watch his legs. What's a frog themed activity? Oh leap frog. Yeah, well there, okay. Mm hmm So I wonder you just stand there and you look at the frog and how does he predict the weather? Broke. Or the, the uh the you know, spring is coming, spring is not broke. <laughs> Rabbit. it. Grab it. You, oh. <laughs> you do that all too well. Oh. Okay. You can't kill anything on Sundays besides raccoons. Where? In Virginia since 1950. Just raccoons? Just raccoons. In some states, Sunday is still seen as a day of rest. In Virginia, hunting is forbidden on Sundays, unless you're hunting raccoons. It seems unfair to little critters, but they do have an annoying habit of going through the trash. They must be inundated with raccoons, raccoons. in Virginia. No other hunting in Virginia. No other hunting. That's it. But if it's a raccoon? Go for it. <laughs> Do you ever see their claws? They are I would. quite large. Oh, I'd hate to be attacked by a raccoon. But they're so cute. They're, they're cute. They are cute. They're cute. So you have them as a pet, and I'm sorry, declaw them. Well, they, they, they are carnivorous. They're carnivores? Yeah, because I lost a couple of kittens to them. No, didn't. Oh, I didn't want to ask. 
Okay, don't. I don't want to ask. Don't. No, we won't go no, there. No, 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 no. Let's move on. Okay, there was a time that a taxidermied groundhog was accused of copying Punxsutawney Phil's predictions. How a about dead, that? A dead taxidermied <laughs> groundhog. Let's find out what happened here. This all, all this stuff is from Shutterstock, by the way. No, that's not Shutterstock. That's where the picture came from. I don't know where this all came from. I didn't even... Uh, I didn't even I didn't even look. Most Groundhog Day celebrations are able to steer clear of a scandal. But in 2018, Potomac Phil. Potomac. Yes. Potomac I know him Phil well. Of Washington, D.C. found himself in a bit of hot water. Oh, dear, 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 dear. <laughs> also, despite being the only recognized groundhog in our nation's capital, Phil is a taxidermied animal who was donated by a store called Miss Pixie's Furnishings and Whatnot. Aww. So let's see, is he a furnishing or a whatnot? Take I guess he's a whatnot. So anyway, <laughs> Phil makes his annual prediction at 8.30 a.m., a half an hour after the more famous groundhog. Okay, who speaks for Phil? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> speaks for Punxsutawney. <laughs> Who moves, Phil? Somebody's got to pull him by a string. <laughs> come on, baby. Come yeah, on, yeah come you've got to coax him. So he he predicts. So here's the thing. Yeah. He waits until Punxsutawney Phil uh -huh. does his prediction. And then he, he gives his. his. Is so he, it always he the could same? cheat. Well, let's see. And coincidentally, <laughs> here comes the two Phil's have made the same prediction for the past six years. Listen to that. <laughs> Reports the Washington Post, and there's an article called A Groundhog Day Scandal. Oh. Potomac Phil denies rumors of collusion. <laughs> he must be really uh, ratty by now, though. He's got I mean. to be, unless they're just very careful. Okay. So it says, when theorists began to allege that Potomac, Potomac Phil was a copycat, his handler, Aaron Deneu, made this statement. There has been no collusion between Potomac Phil and Punxsutawney Phil. Absolutely no, no, no collusion. <laughs> Instead, Deneu says he has a methyl, meth, methyl, methodolo meth, he has methodology sure. to translate Phil's predictions. And this is it. I look at his facial expressions, <laughs> his posture and intensity, the glare and the gaze in his eyes, he said. And definitely not Punxsutawney Phil's earlier forecast. So he doesn't cheat. He looks into the eyes. This of is the a dead groundhog we're talking about. Groundhog. So Aaron Deneu, I think. You need help. <laughs> You need to talk to somebody real soon. Wow. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. You can't let your donkey sleep in the bathtub. Oh, in, gosh. In Arizona. Oh, gosh. Since 1924. This law came about almost a century ago when a ranch owner's donkey had gotten in the habit of sleeping in the bathtub. Unfortunately, when a local dam broke, the house flooded. And the bathtub floated away, donkey and all. <laughs> After the donkey was rescued, the town passed the law which forbids donkeys from sleeping in bathtubs. It's fine for them to take a bath in one, but just don't let them take a snooze or you might be processed with a fine. 
But the donkey lived. But the donkey lived. That bathtub saved the donkey. It must have. Otherwise, he would have drowned. I put my kids in there. He would have drowned. He would have drowned. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a good thing. And how, how do they... There's a man out there with a purple flask of stuff pouring it onto something. And I don't know what the purple stuff is, but it looks like grape juice, but he's pouring it on the floor. On the floor. Or something. Now you have to go look. Of course. Oh, it's a cleaning solution. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're so careful here. We are. We wanted to make sure that if it was grape juice, we'd get some. Well, not only (laughs) that, if he sets fire to it, I want to know about it beforehand. So they tiled out here in our foyer. Uh Uh-huh. And now he's doing a a cleaning because I think they grouted it all. Oh, okay. So he's cleaning. Okay. And I like that. Yes. I love the whole cleaning thing. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> you should see my house right now. I'm scared. Oh, my gosh. My kitchen's a mess. I've got dishes. I've got, no way. Oh, What's yes. a mess to you? My a couple of crumbs on the my side? My bed's not made. i got stuff on the counter. Who makes their beds? I, I do. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> and I play Puzzle of the Day with Alexa while I'm making my bed. You make Puzzle of the Day I with Alexa? I play Puzzle of the Day. How do you do that? It's like, um, it's, a, it's a puzzle. It's a word game. And I make my bed while she talks to me and gives me the clues. I hear voices, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't talk back to them. No, don't. <laughs> you can't. You don't have a license. <laughs> the time a Wisconsin groundhog bit the mayor's ear. <gasps> yep, being mayor is a tough job, you know. Sometimes made tougher by the fact that your town has a groundhog. We're sure that Mayor Jonathan Frund of Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, would agree since a 2015 incident in which the town's local groundhog, Jimmy, uh-huh. bit a chunk <gasps> ouch, of his ear. Ouch, ouch, ouch. The attack occurred when Mayor Froon learned, leaned toward Jimmy so the rodent could tell him his prediction. Well, that was the first mistake. That was the, yeah, uh-huh. As most Groundhog Day traditions stand, only mayors can speak groundhog the groundhoggies. <laughs> It's groundhoggies and translate these rodents' forecasts. <laughs> Fortunately, the bite didn't seem to hurt Mayor Fru too much. The surprised mayor winced. What would that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> and then announced that it would be an early spring. <laughs> yes, because he was already starting to sprout. Does he need a shot? I would think so. And why did they say a chunk? That chunk doesn't make, is a, a chunk, chunk is, is a visual. That's, that's a piece of ear. That's oh. scary. Yeah. yeah. Like who was that fighter? Who was the fighter that oh, oh, bit? Oh, oh, with a high voice like this. <laughs> yeah, he bit an ear. I, I he, remember he, he had tattoos bit. on his face. Oh my gosh! How come we can't think of him? Because I'm trying to forget him. Oh. <laughs> How do you bite someone's ear that hard? Because you need help. I'm sure he didn't have crowns. I know he didn't keep a couch on his porch. He, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep a couch on your porch. <laughs> In Colorado, since 2002, college students are to blame for this uh, one. Oh. Students at the University of Colorado kept getting too lit at frat parties. 
after one too many drunken parties ended in stealing and subsequently burning couches left on porches, the city of Boulder, Colorado, took action. The ban on porch couches is still active today. No couches on your porch. No couches on your porch. You get a fine. That includes wicker furniture with a cushion. A couch is a couch is a couch. Oh, gosh. It's not a sofa or a divan. It's a couch. It's a couch. Yeah. So, again, how do you how do you <laughs> enforce that? You've got, you must have to, it must be, if you have a neighbor mm-hmm. with a couch on the porch. Karen called in and said, I had a couch. Turn them in. Yep. But I, anonymously. No. Oh, oh yeah. Karen because, would never do it anonymously. Really? really? She's got to take credit for Who's it. Who's Karen? Oh, come on. You haven't heard the Karen meme? Karen meme. Oh, oh, who's oh. Karen meme? I'll bet you everybody out there in our listening audience it's, knows it's this. It's just going nuts because I don't know Karen meme. Who is she? Karen is a name for somebody that is middle aged or older and thinks that she owns the world and can tell you what to do. And where do you find her? Everywhere. She's a meme. She's she is. She's she's she lives in every town, every city. Everywhere in the world, and she's gonna tell you about it too. <laughs> and, and 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 she'll call the cops on you too. So there's a Karen in every neighborhood. Yes. Okay. You got it. But if I Google Maybe Karen family, Karen meme, what will happen? Oh, you'd see some really weird stories. She's a different person in every neighborhood. Otherwise, it's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, you have got to I look it up. Right. Because you know what? We fit the profile. <laughs> we do. Do we? It's usually older white women. <laughs> okay, well, that's us for sure. Hey, okay. So so the 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 times we need we used to eat groundhogs on Groundhog Day. There was a time when oh, groundhogs God. were on the plate. I know. It turns out that before we made our groundhogs, local celebrities, we made them for Dindin, mm-hmm. according to a report in Cleveland's Plain Dealer publication. Mm-hmm. The animals were on the menu for Groundhog Day as recently as 1913. An article from that year's paper noted that 100 groundhogs had been boom killed. In the city's annual, uh, the city's annual groundhog hunt. Oh my God! The journalist wrote, "If these people aren't careful, they'll find themselves next February without any means of predicting how long the winter is going to last." <laughs> Time magazine also notes that once a groundhog hunt and feast took place, the celebrants would indulge in a groundhog punch, which is comprised of vodka, milk eggs, and orange juice. I'm going to grab all of those little poor little critters and put them in the cement pond. (laughs) (laughs) How could you drink that? I I can't even think about eating it, period. But but then you got to wash it down with vodka, milk, eggs, and orange juice. Well, the vodka sounds good, but the rest of it, not together. I'd eat the eggs. Wow. Yep, so they ate, they ate, I wonder what kind of meat is on a groundhog. I don't want to know. Neither do I. (laughs) Onward. Underage culinary students can drink, sort of, in Illinois since 2012. In 2012, Illinois decided it was okay for culinary students to sample alcoholic beverages as part of their education. 
as long as they spit it out instead of actually drinking it, the law was fittingly nicknamed the Spit and Spirit Law. The Spit and Spirit Law. Sip and Spit. Sip and Spit. Sip and Spit. So I get that. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's. How many kids do you think are really gonna spit? No, none. <laughs> none. But I get that. I wonder if they have to rinse in between. Well, you think Gargle. they would, don't you? <laughs> that was attractive. <laughs> you people can't see it. I'm sorry. Or maybe so, not. <laughs> <laughs> so get this. The time a New Jersey groundhog passed away the night before the ceremony. <gasps> Ouch. Aww. A day before a New Jersey he groundhog. Was talking to Phil. Stonewall the Fifth was set to make a prediction for 2016 at the Space Farms Zoo and Museum. And they didn't he, have a Stonewall the oh Sixth? Oh my gosh, no. And he was found dead <gasps> in his cage. <gasps> Thankfully, there was no foul play involved. I think it was just old age Parker Space, a New Jersey assemblyman whose family owns and operates the zoo. How about being in a cage? Told New Jersey Channel 101.5 on their dial. That would put me out. When we put him in his den in the fall, he was nice and fat and plump. Unfortunately, the event fat was... Fat and plump. He's fat and plump. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fat and plump. Yeah, that's kind of redundant, isn't it? Kind of. He's either one. Or he was rotundant. <laughs> oh, it just killed me. Okay, unfortunately, the event was canceled as there were apparently no hedgehogs or polar bears to step in. Polar bears? Well, maybe they had polar bears step in. Maybe there was a story before this about polar bears. Polar bears. Uh, yeah, how do they cancel it? Maybe they should have done something funny, like had somebody put a costume on and, oh my you know, God. keep the event going. You know, I'm, that's what he would have wanted, don't you think? He would have wanted it to, or whoever that was. Wanted, yeah, this was Stonewall the fifth. He would have okay. wanted the celebration to go on. And a Stonewall the sixth. Oh my gosh! Too, and have a yeah. new Stonewall the sixth. Okay. Yeah. Oh. You can't marry the same man four times. In Kentucky. This law sounds like something made up by a fed-up best friend. If you broke up three times, why would you consider a fourth try to be any different? Quit getting married. Quit getting divorced. Just quit it. Consider this law a sign. And it's a law? It's a law. You cannot marry a man more than four times. Or at least four times. So maybe you could do it five times. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. These are weird. I know. Yeah. So there was a time when a scandalous cover-up of a groundhog's unfortunate demise happened. All right, this one isn't hilarious. It's just sad. Oh, dear. In 2014, just a few years after Staten Island Chuck <laughs> built Mayor Bloomberg. Satin Island <laughs> He bit Mayor Bloomberg. Yeah. A different mayor dropped in, and unfortunately, the animal died six days later due to an acute, due to acute internal injuries that were consistent with a fall. But the worst a part fall. is Chuck's keeper tried to keep his death a secret. Instead of revealing the sad loss, the zoo 
which gets nearly half of its 3.5 million in annual funding from the city, told the staff to keep the mayor's office in the dark about the animal's fate, wrote the New York Post. No one found out about the cover-up until the following September. Wow. Who blew the whistle? Wow. I got a conspiracy theory about Ooh, that Oh, it's time for us to take yeah, a break. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who blew the whistle? 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. Vessel send shockwaves around the world. Okay, all right. Okay. Let's play some tunes. <clears throat> <clears throat> like... What exactly is happening here? 8917 WTBR FM Pittsfield. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance. Providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking ouch, for ouch, services ouch, for a loved ouch, one ouch, or are interested in caring ouch, for the people ouch, we support, ouch, visit befair.org today for available opportunities. Oh, um, part of that was still airing. When I said throw that away? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously? I pushed off the wrong button. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was dead. It was dead space for a while? No. They, they heard... The I mean, talking on the, the, they the heard little blurbs and, and the commotion over on the other side of this glass. and Me saying I'm going to throw that away mm -hmm. and throw that. Because I have this bag. And I have my you know my headsets in here and, and my couple of little things that I shove in here in case I don't have anything to talk about. Okay. But I then put them all back in here after I've read them. Okay. So that's why you heard the ripping of the paper. Okay. Like this. See, I'll throw that away. And then Can't I... drink and play bingo <laughs> in North Carolina. Well, wait a minute. What's the question? What's the truth? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're going yes. way ahead of me. Okay. The longest river in the world is the Amazon River. One. <laughs> Corn is the most widely cultivated and consumed crop on the planet. Two. Camels actually store water in their humps. Three. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. So. We also want. Oh, yes. We're going. We're now. You are continuing on. Yes. With you, 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 you cannot drink and play bingo in North Carolina. Couldn't figure out when this law was first enacted, but it reportedly hasn't been updated in over thirty years. It's a very real law, and bingo halls can be fined for serving alcohol. Similarly, bars can be fined for allowing bingo. You can't even have a beer in the same room as a bingo game, even if you're not playing. Why North Carolina is so serious about their bingo games, we have no clue. Oh, that would be worth investigating. Bingo. Go to North Carolina. You know what? Contact the Berkshire Eagle. Tell them you want to go to North <laughs> Carolina and you want to investigate this and find out the bottom line. 
find out the truth. Is that not the weirdest? I mean, that's weird. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, you know, is it because they don't want anything to spill on the tables? Yeah. Is it because they don't want, obviously, they don't want people get, to get drunk? Why not? While they're playing bingo? <laughs> I don't want, I would, if I played bingo, I wouldn't want anybody next to me drunk because then they'd be annoying me or, or just tip them over. Depending on the type of drunk they were, I would imagine. Okay. I could steal their cards. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have some more stuff about animals, but this is interesting things about animals. Animals that changed the world. Ah. In 1986, you'll remember Dolly. The, Dolly the, the sheep, sheep became yeah. the first successful cloned mammal from an adult cell. Yeah. Dolly completely changed the game for the scientific community in regards to cloning. She was born July 1996, though her existence wasn't announced until the following year. Dolly sparked controversy with detract, detractors arguing the new cloning technology would be potentially unsafe and unethical and lead to human cloning, something even more controversial. Otherwise, uh, however, others believed Dolly's existence could lead to the creation of animals for human organ donation or therapeutic cloning in which scientists could use stem cells from cloned embryos to create treatments for conditions such as Alzheimer's. Wow. Dolly died at the age of six due to a lung disease which had some people concerned about the viability of cloned animals. Did the it, original have young disease, too? Oh, it doesn't say. But after Dolly, other animals like pigs, sheep, deer, horses, and dogs have all been cloned. And it would be interesting to know if lung disease was in the, the first the, one the and mother. She carried it over. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know they still did that. I didn't either. I thought pigs, that was... sheep, deer, horses, and dogs <gasps> have all been cloned. Oh, he's washing the window. Oh, isn't, isn't that, that nice? nice? Hi. Hi. <laughs> we can wave. Hi. He can't see us, though, because okay. the window's all sunset. That's right. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. You can't trip a horse in Oklahoma since 2014. Why would someone trip a horse? Unfortunately, people are terrible. Horse tripping became a popular event, <gasps> so much so that Oklahoma had to outlaw the practice along with 12 other states. Horse tripping? Horse tripping. I've never heard of horse tripping. How stupid and, and just irresponsible and, and, and flagrant and yes. just, just yeah. horrible. That would be something that I would have to, <laughs> have to address. Yeah, I'd have to go save the horse. Oh, yeah. Horse I'd, I'd be tripping oh, people all over the place. Oh, I would be very, very, very upset. Now, cow tipping, isn't that... Isn't that, that was a thing. They actually tipped over the cows. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like they, they have how. goats that do that. They tip themselves over. So goat tipping. No, well, well they, they do it because they get scared and just... Oh, they tip themselves over. Yeah. Okay. I don't like that about horse tipping. No. No. Speaking of horses. Legs. Yeah. Sea biscuit. Do you remember Sea biscuit? Oh yeah. Did you see the movie Sea biscuit? No, I didn't need to. Oh, that was a good movie. I just that I know the story. Sea biscuit was an underdog that went on to become the American horse of the year. Sea mm -hmm. biscuit is perhaps the most famous horse of all time and has been the subject of films, documentaries, and books. Mm -hmm. His story has lived on over the decades because at first he was not expected to amount to much, but slowly he made his way to beating 
the seemingly invincible Triple Crown winner, War Admiral, which led to him being voted American Horse of the Year in 1938. His longtime jockey, Red Pollard, has his own comeback story. Both Seabiscuit and Pollard were injured and learned to walk oh. and eventually race together. Oh. Many people thought the duo's careers were done, but they surprised the world by winning one last race, the Santa Ana Handicap, which has eluded Seabiscuit throughout his career. Oh, that great? That is a sweetie. Horses are beautiful. We're watching the the series on Netflix called Heartland, mm-hmm. and it's all it's on a ranch. It's all about horses and everything. But I gotta tell you, it is it's like a soap opera. Okay, it's just you know you got these relationships going on and they're really good, and then five minutes later something's wrong and she's jealous and he doesn't know why and oh, she God. asked him and he doesn't tell her and then she walks away and then she comes back and she won't tell him and he wants to know what's wrong and she goes and tells her friend and her friend goes to the boyfriend and then her, she like starts to like the boyfriend but the boyfriend won't say anything and then the mother comes and knock me over <laughs> with a feather now it's one of those shows where you say say it just Tell him or just tell her. Or turn it off. <laughs> it's a very good show as far as, you know, it's 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 nice. But everybody's always got a bickering thing going. It's like my family. <laughs> when I was a kid. So you know, it's this, true life. I had all these Italian relatives. And, oh, and everybody oh, would talk. God, but she's doing it again. They'd she's going Bigger. Yeah. We loved each other. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, we did. We really, <laughs> we really did. We did, and that you was just the way they communicated. Sleep. It's all you <laughs> cannot sleep. Yes, in a cheese factory in South Dakota, or you can't lie down to sleep. At least, standing up and sleeping is fine. The logic behind this weird law was that sleeping around heavy machinery was a bad idea. We're not sure why it's any safer if you sleep standing up. Yeah, you'd fall over. <laughs> I'll think about that. Why? You'd fall it's over. It's just... You, why didn't they have it? First of all, why are you sleeping? <laughs> in a cheese factory. When you're working. So if you do need to sleep, they should have an area allocated where you can go and just lie down on something. Or go home. Or go home. <laughs> Sleeping on the cheese, sleeping on the job. I didn't write the law. I'm just I really love my that. family. <laughs> just gonna say, it was just the way we all communicated. It was just, that was just normal. Uh, okay, the death of Hamab. Okay, Harambe. Yeah. I hope I'm saying this right. Harambe was a 17-year-old gorilla living at the Cincinnati Zoo. H-A-R-A-M-B-E. Harambe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is sad. Oh, dear. When he was shot and killed in 2016. You might remember this story. After a four-year-old boy yeah. fell into his enclosure. Yep. Oh. He didn't do anything. He was just... Well, it says the video footage of, of this standing over... There's a video. Um, he had the little... He was dragging the little boy around for 10 minutes before the gorilla was fatally shot. The choice to shoot to kill instead of using, okay, tranquilizers uh. sparked outrage on the Internet as Harambe was just acting within his nature as a wild animal. And I do remember that video, and he wasn't hurting the kid. I'm sure they were terrified that sure. 
that he would, but you could see it was almost like he was dragging around his own kid. Yeah. Um, That's so sad. As Harambe was just acting, acting within his nature as a wild animal, some people blamed both the zoo for not having effective boundaries and, and the, the boy's parents for not watching him properly. <sighs> and I don't understand the lack of using a tranquilizer. So I, I'm going to just say here. But Harambe's not the only animal who's been killed as a result of escape attempts or attacks. In fact, get this, he was the 42nd animal death since 1990. Oy. And it says, why all the fame? Because, of course, the memes. A popular rallying cry in 2016 and 2017 was D out for, I don't really know what that means. D out for Harambe. As recently as March, Elon Musk dropped a song on SoundCloud called, you guessed it, R.I.P. Harambe. I don't know what the D is. I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, this yeah, is going on. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, that was just going on. I'll cross out that whole. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> now, this is going to get you. Oh, gosh. You can't wrestle a bear in Missouri since 2000. Here's yet another weird law that we wish was a joke, but sadly it's not. People used to set up bear wrestling rings. Before you worry about the people, remember that they signed up for the match while the bears did not. The poor bears were also subjected to inhumane practices, like removing their claws mm, and teeth mm, mm, to mm, prevent mm, them from mm, killing their mm. human opponents. Mm. The law is weird, but it's a very reasonable response to a very unreasonable unethical practice and the law is still upheld today no bear wrestling no bear wrestling what's that other thing that they used to have with roosters cockfighting yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah i don't understand that it's horrible yeah they do that with some dogs too don't they yes they do Where they put them in a pen and they they let i mean they bleed and, and they breed the dogs so that they're they're awful yeah. awful awful yeah well let's talk about bambi <gasps> No, because Bambi's Bambi. mommy killed. Well, I know. I, I, I know. can't watch Bambi. But Bambi starred in his very own Disney movie in 1942, and that's Disney. You know that. Uh -huh. Chances are if you happen to see a wild deer, someone around you will in inevitably mention Bambi, the star of the movie of the same name, yeah. Bambi. Uh -huh. Bambi has lasted so long in our culture's collective conscience because for many people... It was their first exposure to the concept of losing one of your parents. Bambi's mother dies. I know it was violently. She even died violently. Remember I don't want to know more than well, that. Well, I'm sorry. As the movie's <laughs> villain man shoots her. No, no, no. I'm Didn't sorry. she die in fire? Well, the fire was the father, no. I think. Yeah, the fire. No, yeah, no you're changing. No. Yeah, the hunter. Yeah, oh, sorry. It's one of the most famous examples of Disney's penchant for creating motherless characters. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine sent me the DVD so my granddaughter and I could watch it together. And I had forgotten all about what happens in Bambi. I just thought, oh, Bambi. And we put it in and we sat on the couch under a blanket and we began to watch Bambi. <laughs> and it came to that part and I said no 
oh, please no. And you heard the gunshot. Ah! And I'm, I said, no. And then the fire happened. I thought and she I died thought, in the fire. And I thought, okay, I wish I never turned this on. And, I, and, and we ended up watching the rest. But, I, yeah. I yeah. will never watch that. Yeah, I won't watch that again. <clears throat> you can't wear a bulletproof vest while committing a crime in New Jersey since 1983. Amended most recently in 1999, this weird U.S. law forbids criminals from protecting themselves from bullets with a body vest while committing crimes. It states use or wearing a body vest while engaged in the commission of or an attempt to commit or flight after committing or attempting to commit a crime of the first degree is a crime of the second degree. Otherwise, it is a crime of the third degree. What? <laughs> what? How do you stop? I mean, the first, second, third degree stuff. But how do you stop a burglar from wearing a vest? You check him first? You you <laughs> I wonder how they even came up with that law. I don't know. That is bizarre. What year was that? Uh 1983. That's nuts. A burglar can't wear a bulletproof vest. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So, did you watch Jaws? No. Oh gosh, that's what oh. the beginning of that movie is awful. The it's shark from true. Jaws officially was named Bruce. Okay. He made everyone afraid to get in the water. That's Universal Studios that mm -hmm. made it. Uh -huh. Sure, Bruce might, might not be a real shark, and he's not. Um, so much as the... Did you ever see it? No. It's a... It's a, it's a, it's a oh, it's a sculptural -like thing. It's huge, thing. yeah. Um, but he, in, he instilled fear into the hearts of moviegoers everywhere. I thought you said he instilled beer. <laughs> no, not beer. No, that's a whole other one. That's not... That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> in that state. <laughs> no sharks can drink beer. That was in <laughs> 1966. Oh, <laughs> to the first degree, third degree, fourth degree. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in 1975, and it seemed very, very real. Jaws has been called one of the greatest movies of all time and essentially invented the summer blockbuster. Much of that comes down to just how terrifying the film's shark antagonist is. So here, Tillicum, Tillicum sparked a movement against SeaWorld when his tragic story was, oh, that's a whole other thing. Okay, forget it. Me, me, me. <laughs> We're going to back up. Me, 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 me. You, you, you can't kill Bigfoot in Scamania County, Washington, since 1969. Anyone who has been to Washington State, particularly western Mass Washington, I almost said Massachusetts, knows that they're a little obsessed with Bigfoot. The urban legend became so popular that people were delving into the wilderness in search of it. And in this particular county, they were worried enough to pass a law saying that it would be a felony and punishable by five years in prison. What do you think of Bigfoot? It's a Bigfoot, that's for sure. <laughs> well, they're talking about the Yetis. The Yetis. Yeah. yeah. And they're, I got to say, the town I grew up in, Whitehall, New York, is the same way. They have big signs all over the place looking for Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Oh, it's stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Well, we can talk about Lassie. <gasps> Lassie, come so, on. So Lassie appeared in novels, movies, TV shows, and video games over the years. Lassie in 1950 was when the show was um, created. Mm -hmm. After first appearing in a short story in 1859, wow. Lassie has been depicted in almost every form of media, most famously in movies throughout the 1940s, and in the 19-season-long TV show Lassie, which aired from 1954 to 1973. Huh. What a long run. Huh. Lassie is hero a, a heroic, rough collie, loyal and always ready to save those in need. Most recently, Lassie appeared in a 2005 film called <laughs> Lassie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and they had several Lassies. They did, and they were girls, too. They were all girls? Mm -hmm. They actually have a Lassie convention. I had a Lassie, and her name was Maggie. Yeah, I think they're pretty. They are. Very, very pretty. You can't drive blindfolded in Alabama since 1980. At first, this law seems like it should come with the hilarious reason, but the fact is it was made because someone tried it. We wish this one had a more interesting backstory, but the full law actually makes sense. No person shall drive a vehicle when it is loaded or when there are when they are loaded or when they are in the front seat such a number of persons as to obstruct the view of the driver to the front or sides of the vehicle. To translate, you can't have so much stuff in your car that it blocks your view. A second clause specifies that passengers can't position themselves in such a way that it impedes the driver's peripheral vision. Well, you do want to make sure that you can see. Somebody actually tried to do it. Now, there's a, there's a club here of blind citizens who do drive cars in rallies, but they have somebody's co-pilot sitting with them and they they tell them go left go right just so that they can experience it yeah so that's not on the street that's not on the street no so there was just a movie that i saw <clears throat> of, oh, i forgot the name of it but it had to do with this gentleman who befriended this woman ended up falling in love with her she had a son this is a true story that had been dropped by her ex-husband in the bathtub and had brain damage when he <gasps> was a baby uh -huh. the son is blind mm -hmm. and he always wanted to drive, mm -hmm. and so what he did was he put him on a tractor. He was a wonderful man, this guy. He married the woman and everything, and had him hold the steering wheel and one all the way to the left. Uh -huh. So he drove the tractor, and it just kept going around in a circle. Aww. And the mom came home and said, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he said, just watch. And he was so happy he was driving the tractor. Just around. All it did was go around and around. It was a good movie, and I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yes. So is the longest river in the world the Amazon? Oh. Is corn the most widely cultivated and consumed crop on the planet? Do camels actually store water in their humps? I'm going to go for this one. I feel like I'm on Jeopardy. Okay. I think they're all true. <gasps> really? Yep. Oh, my. The longest river in the world is the Nile. Oh. Amazon is the largest. Oh. Camels store water in their bloodstreams. Oh. They store fat in, in their, their humps. humps. I kind of knew that one. Mm -hmm. Corn is the primary crop. Wheat is the secondary crop, and rice is the third crop. 
Now, if I had to choose, if you had forced me, if you had yes. put me up against a wall, yes. I would have picked the corn. Okay. And I kind of knew about the camel, but I didn't know about the river. Mm. Yeah. So remember, we are live February 17th at 8.30. It is a call-in show with our friend, physical therapist, Tom Cooney. And I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. This is a first. Hope you join us. Have a great day. The views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.